Chinese barbers, even cosmetologists, entrepreneurship and knowledge, bringing all of this. Hello and welcome to Beyond the Chairs podcast. My name is Erica Chancellor, your host, and today we have Carlos in the house. Welcome, Loso the Barber. How's it going today? It's going great. Good, good. You want to introduce yourself? Um, yes. Again, my name is Carlos Bybee, barber slash entrepreneur. Uh, I've been cutting hair for a little over five years, five and a half years, probably six years by the end of this year. Um, grateful, thankful, and again, it's a privilege to be here. Well, thank you, Mr. Carlos. So, I know that this coronavirus has affected your business, because of course it affected mine. And it's affecting a lot of the black businesses in this area. Mm-hmm. How have you been able to recover or work through this pandemic? Um, I'll say this uh, first. It caught me with my pants down the first time. I wasn't ready. It was. It was just. I was very unprepared, so I didn't know what to do. But the second time around, I told myself, I'm not gonna get caught like that again. Okay. And what I did was, you know, I looked in the mirror, I looked at my strengths and my weaknesses, and I started betting on myself. And I started doing things that would allow me to not operate under this name and just operate under my own name and be my own self and represent myself, be my own boss. Right. So I was looking more to do things like that. So, again, when it came, I wasn't ready, but the second time I was ready. and. I chose me. Right. And I'm just grateful to be able to acknowledge what I needed to do and come from under that rock and just really shine, shine bright and just be my own self and take control of my career. Right. You know it was I mean? almost like an opportunity to reinvent yourself. It really was. It really was that. And that's what I took it as. Right. And I really jumped on that bull and I grabbed the horns and I've been riding with that bad boy for a while now. So, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. So, um, what about the working outside? Uh, have you had the experience of working outside? Um, thank God I haven't. Um, I haven't been working outside. Work, I've been working in my garage, so I took it to my garage. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's where I've been. Um, you know, I got my barber chair in there. Um, shout out to my client for getting me a barber chair on my birthday. All right, um, all right. God is good, man. Um, yes, he yeah. is. Thankful for my clients. I got the barber chair because before that I had a little road around test we have in the office. And right, right. That's hurt, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, he looked out, kept his word, uh, salute to him. And, uh, yeah, very grateful. Very grateful. So do you think it's feasible for somebody to, I mean, we've been actually hitting some record temperatures. Do you figure, do you think it's feasible to work outside? And then what about when we come to the rainy season? How are we gonna handle that? Man, right now, it, <laughs> it I, I shake my head because there's no way. I mean, I, I'm gonna speak from the barber standpoint. Like, you can't cut nobody here when they're sweating. Like, these, the heat is just way, it's, it's not even, come on, man. It's just not even like, you're not in your right mind trying to catch somebody here when they're sweating and they're doing it outside. Right. Even if you got a little canopy over you, it's, it's, it's still too hot. And you can't you can't do your best work when somebody's just sitting there sweating, sweating, sweating. You have the white sweat, right? right. Like, it's just doing too much. So for them to shut us down and say we're not essential 
and then force us outside. It's just like, y'all just hit us across the head twice. Shut us down, man. <laughs> Push us outside, man. I'm like, we can't do nothing. We can't do what we need to do. We can't perfect our job. We can't do what we love doing to the highest level when you put us in these types of environments. You know what I mean? So Definitely. It's, it's, Definitely. And bringing the whole extension cord. I mean, they literally wrote out a paper how you're supposed to attach your extension cords, your clippers, your blow dryer. And I mean, I, I don't, we already know they definitely wasn't thinking about black people. Of course not. When they told us to go outside. Because yeah. first of all, we were pressing girls. Right. And can you imagine trying to do a pressing curl in the 101 heat outside with my blow dryer plugged up to that same extension cord, with my stove in that extension cord, with my clippers in that extension cord? You just created so many other hazards. Indeed. Uh, I, I'll say this. Nothing will be the same. Going forward, like nothing will be the same. Like this experience has changed everything, from the way we look at barbering, the way barbers moving, the way stylists moving. Like this, everything is different. I will never be the same due to going through these experiences. It's just like it's almost like we're looking for a way out. You know what I mean? And then, <laughs> How are we gonna get up out of this? And then they done titled us non-essential. <laughs> just like I'm still hot on that, but it is what it is. We'll be non-essential today. Exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll be non-essential today. <laughs> so do you think it's important to take your business beyond the chair? Oh, most definitely. Um, and I like what you do with uh, Beyond the Chair. Um, Thank you. But I, 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 I truly believe when you've been in the field long enough and you see the ins and outs, I say around year four or five, you're like, okay, it's more to this. You see that it's more to barbering, and you see that it's more from behind the chair, where you can really make money and you really follow your passion and do a lot of the things that is for you in the industry. Um, but then you even have people who just love to stand behind the chair, right? And, right. And that fits them, so be it. But you know, I'm a type of person who I like to keep leveling up and pushing myself and empower people around me. So, yes, from behind the chair is the best thing you can possibly do as a stylist. Yes, definitely. I agree. I agree. So do you believe that the Board of Barbering and Cosmetology has shown diversity? Pause for a second and start that part on. Okay. Okay. That was doing good though. Try to speak try to speak up just a little bit longer. Cosmetology has shown diversity when it comes to their curriculums, when it comes to our us being represented on the board, certain things like that. Do you believe that they've shown diversity? I don't believe they've shown diversity since I can even think of. Like it's it's not any diversity really shown. It's just it is what it is. And you you know, you got something that seems through the cracks and make it to higher levels, but there's very few of us that make it. Know, in, in that round, but you know, uh, 
I just believe we need to start our own thing. Right. Start our own thing and build from the ground up and let it be, you know, what what it really needs to be for our industry because, you know, yeah, it's, it's just not it's not moving away a city in my opinion. So right. no, I don't agree that they showing any diversity. Um, but it should be, um, because the industry represents a lot of different colors. Yes, you know what I mean? Male, female. So it's being represented widely, but you know, when it comes to the importance of making the decisions in, you know, in the world of hair, there's not too many that look like me or you that's right. making those decisions. So we need to change that going forward. Or we just create our own. Definitely. I'm, I'm with the creator our own. Yes, I'm with the creator our own because like you said, if it never was created for us and it never was intended for us, I don't want to be a part of it anyway. Right? right? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> Either you going to include us. And then I did like some research on the statistics of who actually holds these licenses. Mm -hmm. And a big percentage of the barbers are black. Literally. A big percentage of the barbers are black. Mm -hmm. So that means that your revenue is coming from black males, which I don't think I, I've maybe seen one black male representing us mm -hmm. as far as the board. But you know what, in addition to what you're saying, there's a lot of people that's calling the shots that never picked up a pair of clippers. Yes. That never picked up a curling iron. Yes. And they're making the most <laughs> Yes. Important decision, but you know nothing about it. Which, Which is why somebody would tell us to work outside. Right, right, right. <laughs> anybody in their right mind has ever been a barber spouse, you know, that's like, that's not the way to go. No, and who would advise him to say or do that? It's just so crazy. It is. I can't even, like, every time I think about all I can do is just shake my head. Like, I have no word for it. Like, none. None at all. <laughs> So do you believe that licensure is important? Extremely important. Okay. Um, having your license is important because, you know, the way I look at it from a barber standpoint, you got hair cutters and then you got barbers. Hair cutters being someone who can cut, who can cut for a number of years, mm -hmm. but they don't have their license. Okay. Um, and they don't know the safety precautions that you must have as a barber. A barber is someone who's licensed, they know the ins and outs, they know the safety precautions, rules and regulations. And that's the difference between the two. Um, right, right. So having your license is very important. And that's yeah. something that you will have on your station at all times. Very important. Mm -hmm. And yeah, get your license, man. Don't wait. Don't wait. Get your license now. The longer you wait, the worse it's going to get. So get them now. So is it, to you, is it more just about the licensure or is it more about being educated? For me, uh, I'm more so about being educated, but I know in order to be educated, you must have your license. Mm -hmm. you, you must have your license, so that, like, that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. um, but being educated and going a step further, because when you go, uh, you know, when you go a mile, you realize sometimes people ain't even go in when it comes to <laughs> educating yourself um, on hair, um, why this is happening to your hair, the right. diseases, right. you know, how to take care of the hair. You know what I mean? Like when you, like I had a, we did a podcast with a gentleman and he really enlightened me on hair. Right. Like, and I was just blown away. He got like these thick books on just hair. Right. Just and so how to take care of hair. And I'm just like, yo, 
you just really like motivated me to like step my game up because it's more than just standing behind the head, behind the chair, cutting the head and just, okay, putting out a fly cut. But it's like beyond that fly cut, can you really maintain that person's scalp? Right. You know what I'm saying? Are you putting the right, you know, wave pomade on their hair that's not clogging up their pores and just, you know, next thing you know, the hair all flaked up, but they don't know why. Right. You gotta right, know right. all this stuff. You gotta yes. know the ins and outs of the game, and that's really gonna allow you to be in a different lane when it comes to like a haircut or yes. an average barber. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The, the best barbers are, you know, or the best stylists are educated in their field, mm-hmm. and that's what I respect about you because you're not only a stylist, you're on the board, so you know the rules, the regulations when they come out, boom, you're stressing your head because you know. Right. What's going on? You within the industry. You embody the industry. Like, right, you know what right, I mean? Right. So I respect that about you. Um, and I love that. Thank so, you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I think that when you're professing something, you have to take your profession to a master yes. position. Yes. You shouldn't just say the novice mm-hmm. or the you know, that, that low area of learning. I agree. It's always different levels. And then when you start talking about the laws of your industry and statues and stuff like that, that's when you start to master it. And so getting into mastery of your craft, mm-hmm. definitely taking it to the next level. It is. That's when you know you love what you do. Yes. And you take it serious. And it's like, you know, there's some people who Coming to the barber industry as hair cutters, they just looking to get that money, and it's cool for them. And they usually say it at that point. Mm-hmm. Usually, and they, and they trying to do more because they look comfortable. And then you got barbers who, you know, they stand behind the chairs, and some that's cool for them. And then some they want to venture out. You know, they want to own a barber shop. They want to franchise a barber shop. They want to own a school. With so many things that you can do as a barber, it's not just standing behind a chair, man. Right. Like we impact the communities, stylists, yes. barbers, like. You know what I'm saying? It's like being a preacher in the pulpit. You know, they come to hear your word. What you gotta say? And I'm always speaking something positive to to, to my my black men yes. or my black women who come sit in my chair because yes. it's really my job to do that. When you come and you sit in my chair for that 35, 45 minutes, I'm gonna give you something you can take and you can you know share with somebody else in the world because that's what I'm doing. I'm providing a service. I'm gonna give you a mindset when you sit in my chair. And that's how we need to empower each other, man. Right, teach one, right. teach one. Exactly. So that's how I'm moving. And definitely, I think that in 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 salons and barbershops, that's where a lot of good conversations are made. Oh, the best a lot of good business deals are made. Yes, People that you didn't think you would see is up in the barbershop, up in the salon. You're like, oh my gosh, there's Lisa Leslie. Get married and good. You right. know, stuff, stuff like that. It's like, and so that's a that it's like the perfect place to congregate and meet new people and network and stuff like that. I will say this though, um, I miss the the environment of the barbershop. Yeah. I miss it definitely um, for sure. Just the laughs, the jokes, mm-hmm. you know, learning from each other. I really miss that, man. Yeah, um, I do too. I can say that. Yeah, for I sure. Yeah, yeah. People being in there comfortably and just mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure it'll come back to somewhat normal, but I don't think it'll ever. Nothing will be the same. Like Drake said, nothing will be the same. Yeah. It won't be the same. It'll be 
everybody in their little cubicle, everything locked <laughs> off. I went in the barbershop. Plexiglass up. It was plexiglass <laughs> up. I'm just like, yo, they had a little moving plexiglass on wheels. Like, yes, man, nothing we can say. Yes. So how do you think that we can keep the integrity of this business? Because a lot of people say that's why they really don't respect us because they feel like we don't we don't pay into taxes. We don't you know, we we have people working in our salons that aren't licensed, you know, just breaking all the integrity of this business. How do you think we can keep that? You got people breaking the laws. And <laughs> as long as you got people breaking the laws, they gonna get what comes to them. Right. You gotta go in the game doing things the right way and the best things will happen to you and your salon or right. your barbershop. And you gotta teach, like, when I came in, you know, I made sure my first shop was a black-owned barbershop. Okay. I didn't want I didn't want to go anywhere else. Mm -hmm. I said, as long as I'm around black men, black women who are in the industry that I'm in, and I knew I can learn something, I'm gonna tell you this. I came when I when I because I was going to school for kinesiology. Long story short, I was going to school for kinesiology, and I remember when that financial burden hit me. Next told me I couldn't I couldn't add my courses to going to school. It really hit me like a ton of bricks because everything I had going was towards that. Right, right. But I remember when I made the decision to do barbering. It really changed my life, and I'm so glad that I did it because I had more control. If I would have been a personal trainer, or if I would have went in the field of kinesiology, I would have had no control over what I do, which is what I'm doing now. Right. I, set a, I set a plan for myself a while, and I just followed it, followed it. Roll bumps, roll bumps, but I kept following it. Right. And it got me to this point now where I'm in total control of my career. Right, right. So that was very important to me. Very, very important. But the integrity, to answer your question, I'm sorry, but, <laughs> but the integrity, I'm sorry I get carried away, I just love no, what we about. The integrity, man, put in, you know, what you put in is what you're going to get out. If you cheat the game, you, you're not going to last long. But you, if you if you follow the rules and regulations and you do it right and you passing that to the people that's coming behind you, the game will be tarnished. Right. You know, integrity will remain true to barbering or to stylists. Right. You know, right. but you, you got to give it. Right, take what it needs, man. Yes. You gotta feed it. You, and the thing is, too, with barbering or being a stylist, you can't keep taking from it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta give to it. Yes. You gotta give. Yes, you um, do. You Otherwise gotta give. Sometimes you just standing behind the chair, yeah. taking, taking, taking. Yeah. You know, you gotta give. That, that's, that's all they do. At some point. Yes. It's like, especially with the young man, I take it personally. <laughs> a young boy come in my chair and sit. You know what I'm saying? His mama done talk to me, oh, he's this, 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 and he ain't been to the school. I get in his ear, like, bro, what are you doing? Right. Like, you tripping. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You got your mama, you know, working two jobs and whatnot and trying to make sure you straight. You were, you were really going to school and acting a fool. Like, you, you got to do better, bro. So I really talk to him from a standpoint, like, I care. Right. A lot of times when a young man feels like somebody cares about them, they start to change their actions. Right. You yes. know what I'm saying? And they start believing in themselves because what I'm pushing into them is motivation and positivity. Right. What they need. Sometimes little boys can't get what they need from their mothers. Right. So they need fathers. So a lot of barbers are like mentors yes. and father figures. For sure. Straight up. Yeah. So yeah, I stand. I mean, I wear a lot of hats, and I'm I'm very prideful when I stand behind that chair. 
323-691-7640. That is my phone number. So you can reach out to me, uh, Instagram or phone number, until the uh, website is up. So that's the way you can contact me right now. And then also you have a podcast as well. I do. Uh, <laughs> me and my man Mark, shout out to Mark. We shout have a podcast. Uh, man, it's, it was like one day we was talking about doing it and then it happened. Um, uh, but we came to a speech of hope, but we revamping everything. We about to juice it up and it's going to be exciting. Make sure y'all tune in uh, to our podcast, man. It's going to be juicy. What's the name of it? Uh, I, I just had a brand new I can have a brain fart. Chopping the bigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a scratch there. Chopping the bigs. Chopping the bigs. Chopping the bigs. Make sure y'all uh, like, subscribe. We got some videos on there right now, but when it comes back, it's going to be hitting heavy. Yes, definitely. Like Tyson in his prime. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to leave us with? Um, of course. <laughs> it's like, of course. What my shirt say? It's under, but it says, be your best self. Be your best self at all times. And live life fully. Live life fully and be your best self. That's my words for the day. Well, thank you very much, Mr. It's been a pleasure. Pleasure. <laughs> pleasure. 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 Thank you for coming. All right. And we out. We out. Outro. What? Hey, we gon' take it beyond the chair. Hey, we gon' take it beyond the chair.